Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Video Line Express Radio Show on Black Talk Radio. Okay, we got so much to talk about. Um, yesterday, um, went to the theater, the town theater, picked up our tickets for Saturday show at one thirty. Um, for Star Wars: The Force Awakens, yes. Um, so tonight we're going to do, um, going to talk about box office predictions. Um, I waited to Friday mainly because I wanted to uh, know. You know, well, it's kind of obvious the movie's going to do huge, but, uh, you know, there were certain plot points um, in, well, one specific plot point in the middle of the movie that some, you know, the hardcore fans didn't like. And they said, well, I'm not going to see this movie again. And I said this on my blog, and it's, you know, for it to beat um, Titanic and Avatar as the biggest money makers of all time internationally. It would need a lot of repeat performance. Once I heard that, I said, you know what, let, let me wait. Read the forums and read the, the internet and stuff like that. People say, well, you got to watch out, the spoilers. Basically, I know the whole story. So to me is, you know, people say, oh, the butler did it. Yeah, how did he do it? And if you know the butler did it, how did they come to that conclusion? It's like the journey, right? You know, the, the detective knows that the butler did it. How... How does the detective know? How does he come to the conclusion? You know, so it's kind of like the journey, going on the road with him. Um, you know, so there was a TV show called Columbo back in the 70s. And the show started off with, you see the villain. And the villain kills the innocent person. And the villain thinks, ah, perfect crime, I got away with it. And here comes Detective Columbo, uh, portrayed by Peter Falk, an Academy Award winner. Uh, he won uh, Supporting Actor for Murder Incorporated. And then, of course, he got an Emmy for that TV show playing uh, the bowling detective with the, the raincoat and a cigar in his mouth. And, you know, he goes, hello, uh, Mr. Villain. I'm here to investigate this murder. Oh, gee, well, Mr. Colombo, um, I'll try to help you out as much as I can. Oh, sure, because I know, in fact, you did it. So you go for the next 90 minutes to find out how Colombo comes to the conclusion that this is, is the villain. But anyway, so I found out the details didn't bother me. Uh, and some of it is so obvious. And once I found out, I said, oh, wow, most of the answers is in the trailers, folks. So tonight is going to be spoiler-free. I'm not even going to go there. Basically, I'm going to talk about uh, the box office, uh, the movies that are coming out. Uh, by coincidence, um, I, will, I was posting in the past week, Star Wars. Before that, I posted Mad Max because the National Board Review called it the best film of the year. And people said, all right, uh, you're going to do your show. Are you going to put Mad Max and Star Wars together? Because they ask us, no. The American Film Institute, Institute, excuse me, they voted the top 10 films of the year. And guess what? Mad Max and Star Wars, The Force Awakens are both in the same category for best films of the year. So that made my radio show a lot easier to put all, connect the dots. 
I'm going to be mentioning James Bond. Why? Well, I had to say in the past couple of shows, Star Wars, okay, Jurassic World, uh, for example, uh, there was about three generations. A lot of people who went to see Jurassic World did not see the original Jurassic Park in the theater. Then this is what, uh, when we got the, uh, the tickets, I got to explain that a second. We got the tickets. We saw a lot of little bambinos, little ones who never saw any, neither of the trilogies. Okay, and I said, well, James Bond, this should be four generations. The original Sean Connery, the original James Bond, Respecter, and that's uh, that franchise started in the uh, 1960s. So that's four generations. Unfortunately, what happened there? Nobody showed up. Oh well, they made over 100 million. No, James Bond, Specter should have crossed the one billion dollar mark. Don't forget, that was Specter from the original James Bond, Sean Connery. And we finally, after four generations, we finally get Spectre back, and we get to meet a brand new Blofed. New generation couldn't care less. The old generation did not show up. Now, what Disney is pulling is all-time power force behind this. No pun intended. Uh, Tomorrowland kind of tanked. Um, good dinosaur. Uh, it's barely breaking even. And, of course, people say, well, Inside Out by Pixar made Disney a lot of money. Yeah, but let, let's face it. That basically covered Tomorrowland and Good Dinosaur. So what's the profit? They need the profit. This. Don't forget to spend $4 billion. So I'm going to be talking more about that, about more about the box office. Um, and then I'm going to be talking more. Uh, um, I'm going to start talking about Golden Globes. So right now, let me just go uh, make one or two quick announcements, and we're going to go right back to Star Wars. Um, basically, we... Uh, ending this year, we uh, celebrated 25 years in the year. Okay, I said some of this in the last show, but just a little quick wrap up. We celebrated 25 years in the year uh, on MNN.org, the Neighborhood Network, uh, the, the New York City studio. We've been doing the last show for the past 25 years on 59th Street. Okay, we're taking a break. Imagine Game of Thrones, you know, 10 shows in the summer. We take a break. So that's us. We're taking a break for the winter. We're going to go, gonna go back for and celebrate 26 years. In springtime, probably like April, May, June, somewhere, somewhere like that. Um, so the radio shows I've taken over in the meantime. So Black Talk Radio, I'm going to go back. I skipped a week only because I wanted to catch up with the Star Wars thing. Um, and we're going to have another show next week before Christmas. It's going to be that Wednesday and another show before New Year's. I will have my full review of Star Wars The Force Awakens in the next show. Um, anyway, so and also we're going to have Talk Show Radio. That's the show where Mark is going to join me. We're going to have a one-hour show. That's going to start in January. And everybody's been asking me what happened to the specials. Well, um, I don't know if you saw the, the trailer for Jennifer Lopez, Ray Liotta, uh, Shades of Blue. I was on that show. Uh, that's finally in January. Um, the main show was The Deuce, and they haven't made an announcement when is that going to premiere. They say now it might premiere in March. So, that episode, the special, um, me being a background actor, they in the life of a background actor. That's been postponed, and, and hopefully the news will come out soon because there's a lot of things I want to point to that show. I want, you, I want you guys to see the show, the pilot, so you know what the hell I'm talking about. It makes things a lot easier. As a matter of fact, the one show that I was on, well, not indirectly, not on, but I got hired to be on the show Elementary, Lucy Liu, who I did meet, and that English dude who plays Sherlock. Uh, met him. Um... And that was the last episode of the show. And basically, at the beginning of the show, 
because those who are curious, they then the lab and they're looking at this dead body completely burnt to a crisp. Well, there was supposed to be four of us in the background as, um, you know, how do you say, uh, morticians. You know, they're the ones who clean the body up and all that stuff. Well, the only, we all got dressed up, ready to go, and they cut the scene, and they decided just to hire one guy. And he was with us at that particular time. He was an Asian dude. He's in the background for about 10 seconds. I said, where's this scene? Where's this episode? I finally saw the episode. Oh, that's, that's the scene we're supposed to be in. We got paid for it. We got dressed up to do the scene. We got cut out. Okay, so anyway, I'll be going more into details about that because there's a lot of shows we were on and some of the scenes are being manipulated, cut, and stuff. Another show that's finally coming on is called The Family uh, with Joan Allen and Andrew McCarthy. Andrew McCarthy was part of the Red Pack. We were still waiting for the pilot episode. So in the, anyway, in the long run, I'll get more into the next show. We're waiting for these shows to premiere so I can talk more about that. My Godzilla special, my James Bond special, all going to be in the new year. After, after the Force Awakens, this is going to be not much except for Christmas where all the top like top six movies are going to go at each other. Good luck with that. Well, let me talk about that right now. Um, the movies are going to go against each other after Star Wars, okay? We got Joy, Jennifer Lawrence, and Bradley Cooper. You know that everybody forgot about um, um, uh, Hunger Games so fast? Uh and they predicted that 800 million barely made it. People just got tired of it. Uh, was it Jennifer Lawrence, Bradley Cooper, and Robert De Niro? Yes. Um, was doing a lot of films. I did say I was going to do a cover a lot of reviews, uh, many reviews on a lot of these movies. The next episode, I will get to it. I promise. Uh, Daddy's Home, Rafael Mark Wahlberg, the last film they did, thanked. Uh, Concussion with Will Smith. Mm, people are pissed off that he's not in. Um, in Independence 4, uh, the sequel, uh, and he's doing a Jamaican accent, and that's getting bad reviews. They're pushing him for, uh, for an article. Good luck with that. Point Break, is, which is basically um, a remake, the one with um, pa Patrick Swayze and a very young Keanu Reeves. Uh, I saw that, believe it or not. Somebody was nice enough um, to send me a copy on that. That's preview copies for nominations for uh, special effects and uh, editing and cinematography, you know, it, it helps being a background actor. You get some of those, you know, perks. Out of all films, I get that one. Uh, I don't recommend it. It has a couple of good stunts. Wait for Netflix, two for Tuesday. That's the one film I did see. The Revenant, Leonardo DiCaprio, everybody's uh, looking at him for getting an Oscar nomination. He should have won with The Wolf of Wall Street. And, of course, he for Eight. Um, Kurt Russell has been making rounds. As a matter of fact, he was under view today. Um... My favorite picture of his, of course. Everybody picks a uh, picture of a little China. I will pick The Thing by John Carpenter. That's a sci-fi. As a matter of fact, he did uh, Tomahawk Bone, I believe. That's a, a two-hour western and the style of Quentin Tarantino where they go up against these cannibals in the desert. Um, it drags for the first hour. They finally go to the desert to confront these cannibals. It's only the last 20 minutes where it really goes NC-17 where they actually chop a guy in half. Um, great for Netflix on that one. It'd be curious. But, it, I mean, it was a good cast, very much in the style Tarantino. Remember he did uh, From Dust to Dawn with Vampires? Imagine he did this film with uh, cannibals. That gives you an idea. Um, but anyway, The Hateful Eight, they're looking at him to get screenplay and Jennifer Lee uh, uh, supporting actress. Now, these films 
I mentioned are all going against each other Christmas Day. Good luck with that. Like for example, good luck with uh, who's coming out today? Um, uh, sisters, Amy Paula and Tina Fey. Mixed reviews. Good luck with that. I mean, yeah, I know there are people who are fed up with Star Wars: The Force Awakens. People are fed up. They're tired with all the commercials and all the advertising, and, and they, these guys have been making their rounds on every freaking show on the planet. I don't blame people for getting tired. I really, really don't. I understand. No problem. It's a shame you get half-ass coming like sisters. And the other one is Alvin and the Chipmunks. They didn't learn from last time. The last film sucked. Good luck with that. Um, go rent out Minions. Bad to do. <laughs> I love Minions. What can I tell you? It didn't get nominated, but Shaun the Sheep got nominated. So, you kids want to see an animated? Go rent Shaun the Sheep. I know it's in Redbox. You can get it for a dollar and a half or something like that. Shaun the Sheep is the one I recommend. That got nominated along with Inside Out. That movie, everybody knows about it already. I did not like Inside Out. The beginning, good ending. The middle just sucked. I feel so blue. I feel so sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't like Inside Out. Okay? Uh, but everybody's saying, oh, who's going to get the Oscar? Uh, ah, fully high. Minions got 10 minutes. It's at the top 10 all time. I'm happy with that. Sean and she got nominated. Golden Globes. That's the one I recommend. Redbox. Uh, Want to save some money instead of seeing Alvin and Chipmunks? Redbox. Sean the Sheep. Okay. But if you're still curious and you haven't seen Inside Out, you've been warned. But anyway, you know, that's just personal taste. Okay. And Son of Soul, or Sal, oh, that's getting good ratings. Uh, I mean, whose idea to release any of these films after Star Wars? Jesus. But then again, there is an audience... Tarantino, there's an audience for him. Yes. Um, don't mind me. I'm looking around the tomatoes over here. Uh, see, Concussion got 63 with Will Smith. Hate for 8 got 91%. Revenue got 81%. So those are good. So people who didn't, didn't want to see Star Wars, they got something to see Christmas. People who have seen Star Wars twice already will see something else. Revenant and... Eight for eight. Eight for eight. I just want to say they they put it in seventy millimeter. That's the angle. Now Batman and Superman. Warner Brothers said maybe we should put Batman and Superman in seventy millimeter. I have to say that because talk about copycats. No originality. They see Tarantino, Tarantino who takes a chance making a western, a three-hour western. They film in seventy millimeter with intermission. And all of a sudden, Warner Brothers goes, hmm, maybe that's a good idea. Let's let's do that. No originality. And see, and that's the beef I got with Batman and Superman. Is one of those, I said this before, micromanagement. They're picking these little things to make sure they got a hit in their hands. And all they're doing is damage their property. But I'm not talking about that. Think, I'm going to think positive about Star Wars. Yes. Like I said, I know the plot points. doesn't bother me whatsoever. I'm looking forward to it. For me, Han Solo and the Millennium Falcon, one of my favorite spaceships of all time. What's the other favorite spaceship? Enterprise, Star Trek. Ooh. Which reminds me. <laughs> My favorite part now. Yes, everybody knows I'm a Trekkie, Trekker, but I'm a sci-fi fan. Okay, and, um, I'm getting in touch with my inner nerd, my inner geek, but I'm a fanboy. Uh, back in the 50s, uh, what's his name? I believe his name was Bob Smith. He, um, oh, is that? There was a, I forgot the, it's on the, um, it's on YouTube. Anyway, and uh, I believe it's Bob Smith, and he grew up in the 50s, and he collects all this memorabilia of the, all these sci-fi movies back in the 50s, okay? And they came up 
the term fanboy, and that's a term that you like everything science fiction. So people did, you know, and I got I got mentioned this, and so for Frank, DC or Marvel, just make a good freaking movie. Marvel doesn't. Marvel can't do nothing with TV. Isn't isn't a show boring, gloomy, depressing? DC got Flash, Arrow, and Supergirl. Love Supergirl. They, they, I mean, Supergirl has a great sense of humor, but has good action. Special effects, well, it is TV. But I look the other way. So DC got what I love. I love both. So Star Trek or Star Wars. <laughs> I love both because it's sci-fi. Anything with sci-fi, I love. I don't care. Don't make me choose because you know, I'm not going to choose. Big Bang Theory, the whole thing about Sheldon and Amy, they finally got together. I don't know, I don't know if relationship, and at the same token, is uh, Sheldon says, should I see the Star Wars premiere of Force Awakens or spend the day with Amy on a birthday? What a sacrifice, right? Talk about a geek. Talk about a fanboy, right? And of course, the other guys do get tickets to see The Force Awakens, and they invite Will Wheaton, who shows up dressed up as a Vulcan. Star Trek. Whoa, you suck. Star Trek sucks. Funny episode. Okay? And at the end, he goes, Will Wheaton, after, after the show, the movie said, Oh, well, I wasn't that bad like I thought it would be. Okay? Funny show. But it, it just proves that, you know, you can be a fan of both. And the people said, no, you have to be one. Who made up the rules? Yeah? Sure, I'm at a convention. I'll tell them one thing or two. But, because I interviewed a couple of people from uh, Star Trek. Ray Abajon from uh, this, this Race 9. Mark Hamill. Yes. Riddle Express is on YouTube. I've mentioned about the show. Riddle Express. It is on YouTube. You want to see the shows? All the shows in the past two years are up on our channel. Riddle Express has its own channel on YouTube. Go to YouTube. Type in within land space express. We there all the shows. You will see my interview with Mark Hamill, um taken back in the early nineties. Don't mind that stupid punk punk bench uh, <laughs> that stupid haircut I got. I was in the punk band at the time. That punk bitch haircut I got. Oh awful. Embarrassing. But I was in the band and that's that's the way it was. Anyway, so I I did an interview with him, so you want to check that out. Um but um as a matter of fact I'm going to go back and forth a little bit here. Okay. Um, you know, they've been making the rounds on talk shows. I posted up today on my blog, on my blog page, coming soon, uh, Star Wars News Roundup for December 18th, 2015. I posted that this afternoon. And what it says, my great collection of tweets, pics, videos, trivia, rumors, and other goodies throughout the net. And one of my favorites was, and that was Conan O'Brien last night. I missed the episode what happens since shows up. One of the producers comes out, hey, can you sign my Lego, my million fucking made by Lego? You know, you, you put it all together, about five, six hundred pieces. Harrison Ford gets it, yeah, I signed it, and he, <laughs> he throws it on the floor. Crashes it all together. Funny sound. Okay? Uh, funny video. Um, luckily, that's on... Well, that's on um, at the link on my blog uh, from coming soon, and they put all these things together and stuff like that. For the one, Ellen, um, they've been making all the rounds. My favorite is uh, when they were on Jimmy Fallon and they all did the Star Wars theme. 
and Harrison Ford shows up and then dun 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 dun. That was pretty funny. Mark Hamill, Rolling Stone magazine, uh, just released uh, this week. We got, I saw, I got the article in the email where he talks about George Lucas saying there was going to be another trilogy, and George Lucas said, "No, there was not another trilogy." And of course, he mentions James Bond twice in that article, by the way. Okay, because oh, they were in Star Wars Entertainment magazine, and I took a, a snapshot and I put this on a on a Google Plus page. People ask me, how come you're not on Facebook that much? Okay, I haven't been on Facebook much, Twitter, um, Pinterest, Instagram, Tumblr, StumbleUpon. Um, mainly because I'm wrapping up the 25 years, and we're going to reboot everything starting in January, just to let you know. But um, on the Google Plus page, the magazine was called Wired. It had the Manilian Falcon on the cover, and it had a little spread out poster. And it shows like the ground crew. And I put that up. Have you ever seen it? Well, talk about the, the person who, who drew this really nice. You see the Millennium Falcon. In the corner, you see Superman. Uh, you see C-3PO and the alien uh, contraption. Alien number two, get away from her, you bitch. Remember the transloader? Uh-huh. On the bottom, you see, um, you see a, what was it? Is that Spock? Yeah, I think that's Spock. Right in the middle of the centerfold, uh, you see somebody with a Star Trek um, uniform on. You see Indiana Jones. On the other side, you see J World. You see a T Rex with the Hulk hanging out with the Hulk. You see Iron Man carrying a piece of equipment. You see Transformers. You see Gandalf. You go all the way up. You see Lord of the Rings, that big flashing eye. And you go almost near the middle, on top of the Millennium Falcon, you see Godzilla. Now, this is a fanboy who put all his favorite stuff. In this uh, centerfold and the Wired magazine, the one with the um, Falcon, I put it on the Google Plus page. Okay, I think I'll put this up again on Monday's blog. Um, oh, I'm sorry, what is it? I'm looking down. Okay, there goes Lando Calrissian pointing to one of the one of the starfighters, and he's holding a picture of the Enterprise. And further down, you see Spock holding a lightsaber. That's uh, he's right standing right next to Greedo. Um, yeah, I gotta post this again. And see, that's what I'm saying. A fanboy who loves all this stuff. For me, I love all this stuff. So that was a nice post. I hope to release that in like a, a good four by five post. Stick that on my wall. But um, and believe it or not, people say, "Why are you, Frank? You could be in New Jersey. No, I'm in Puerto Rico, town of Acadia, with the the Caribbean's biggest, longest um, one way at the airport." Agadria Airport has the longest runway. It used to be a military base, and now they made it into a um, you know, commercial airport. has the longest runway. Makes me feel better when that plane lands, let me tell you. Um, but in, I'll be in Agadria, where I am right now. Um, it it looks like Long Island or Jersey. You know, you go to the town, and the only thing that's missing is a Starbucks. But anyway, I went to Walgreens to pick up a book. The Star Wars Imperial Handbook for $20. Okay? And... I w I'm still reading this, but I'm going to go to page. What's a favorite page of mine? I have bookmark it. Um, boy, do I sound like a geek or what? Okay, page, um, well, it's on page 48. And they talk about all the different type of, um, they call them the Navy. They actually call them the Imperial Navy. TIE Bomber, TIE Interceptor, the TIE Advanced. Um, special section, experimental TIE Models. The TIE Aggressor. 
the Thai hunter, the Thai defender. Actually has ships that we might see in the future. Oh, the Thai phantom, that's a good one. It only has three points instead of, well, actually three wings instead of four wings, or two wings. Um, triangular shape, that, I think that's really cool. Um, if you get this book, I think it's really cool. This copy of the Imperial Handbook dates from just before destruction of the first Death Star at the Battle of Yavin. Okay, um, it's signed by uh, Commander Luke Skywalker. Okay, and this has a lot of information about the 501 Legion, the First Order. It's like he predicted all the stuff that's um, that's part of the new movie. Um, has a lot of pictures, a lot of drawings. Um, they call it the Imperial Navy. I must have been asleep in the trilogy. They know that. Uh, it's a great handbook, 20 bucks. I picked it up at Walgreens, out of all places. Anyway, let me look at my time here. How much time we got here? Five minutes. Boy, time goes fast when you're talking about your favorite things here. Okay, let me look at my list of things. A lot of this I memorize. Um, okay. Uh, I mentioned that, mentioned that. Okay, real quick, I did mention a couple of things here. Bill Murray Special, Christmas Around the Corner. Our next show is going to be next Wednesday. Uh, Bill Murray Special. Uh, with George Clooney, Lady Gaga. She got nominated to Golden Globes for Best Actress. Uh, didn't like this, this season. I have nothing, I got no problem with her getting nominated. Uh, she's a great singer, great piano player. She put this over Tony Bennett, yes, when she did the sound of music, yes, American Horror Show. But it is, anyway, she's in Boom Movie Special. I can't even recommend this. This was, this was boring, and it was not funny. Sorry, Bill. Boom Movie Special, Christmas Special, boring. I, can't, I cannot recommend it, okay? Um, Man in the High Castle. I haven't talked about that yet. It got renewed for the second season. The reason I like that show, because it reminds me, it's a what if. And Star Trek original uh, Captain Kirk, the original Star Trek uh, TV series, there's an episode where uh, a Spock and Captain Kirk land on a planet, and it's based on German Nazi. And it reminds me, it's a what if. Man in High Castle is what happens if we lost World War II. Germany owns the East Coast, and Japan owns the West Coast. It got renewed for second season. So three episodes, I haven't got a chance to binge on it. Excellent show. And the other one, uh, The Badlands. Uh, again, up to uh, apocalypse in the future, like Mad Max. Um, except this is really dumb and boring. Only the fight scenes are really good, but a lot of yakking in between. I prefer Mad Max. Okay, predictions. Now, the next episode, we're going to do wrap up what I think of Phantom. Excuse me, I was going to say Phantom Menace. We know how, that's, how bad that is, but. The Force Awakens. I will have my re complete review. I'm going tomorrow, the 1.30 showing at the theater here in Acadia. And let me tell you, when, when I got the tickets, the parking lot was full the Thursday afternoon. Unbelievable. Couldn't believe it. You can land a jet, a jet liner, a 747 whatnot, and the parking lot because it's it's always it's a huge parking lot. You can always find parking space. It really that is crowded. It's crowded on Christmas Eve, yes. It's crowded on Saturday and Sundays, yes. But this was a Thursday afternoon, two o'clock in the afternoon, crowded. That's weird. I had to see something. I had to check something in Kmart. When they say at the shopping mall, Kmart, bambinos all over the place. I said I don't get this. Then I went to pick up the tickets and found out that already people were inside the theater for the three o'clock showing. People were already lining up for the four o'clock showing. Got my tickets and finding out that the only showing that was still available was the ten o'clock showing Thursday afternoon. This is a family theater. I would not figured it would be this kind of sold out. There is a big fever over here. 
I'll be taking some more pictures with family tomorrow after we do the, the, the flick. Next show, next Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday, before Christmas, I have my full review, and I have, I'm going to have my big Golden Globes predictions. Right now, I'm going to have the big major prediction for the Golden Globes. Uh, the picture is called Carol with Kate Blanchett. That's the one that's going to get it. As far as Mad Max and Golden Globes and the other pictures, The Martian, they're going to split all the technical awards. Now, Star Wars was not previewed for the Golden Globes, uh, so it didn't get nominated. But they're saying it might get nominated for the Oscars. So that means that if Star Wars The Force Awakens does get nominated for technical awards, it's going to be a three-way between Mad Max, Star Wars, and The Martian. Okay, you know, uh, editing, cinematography, all that stuff. Carol is going to get costume design because there's a period piece. And the Oscars, they love period time films. It's, it takes place in the 50s. They love those kind of films. I think it's the 50s? Oh, no, that's Brooklyn. That's the other one. That I'm going to find out what the time frame for Carol. 60 seconds. Anyway, but the Oscars love that kind of film. So that's going to be for Best Picture. Capital Shea probably get it for uh, Best Actress. All the technical awards are going to be split between Mad Max, Martian, and Star Wars. Anyway, that is my prediction for um, Golden Globe Oscars. I will get more into it about the acting. The main actors, um, who is it going to be? Uh, Leonardo, Michael Fassbender, who knows? I'll be covering more about that in the next show. And then starting in January, we're really going to talk about um, Oscar predictions, Golden Globe, and all that. Okay, we're done. Next show. My review of Golden Globe. Um, oop, my review of the Star Wars: The Force Awakens, and more on Golden Globes. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Enjoyed the movie, and I'll be seeing you on the next show. And um, ten seconds. May the force be with you, and live long and prosper. Ha ha ha.